0: Welcome to Reptory Screenings, Episode 9. I'm your host, M, and with me are my regular co-host, Jackson. Hello. And Destiny.
1: Hi there.
0: We're here to talk about movies. Yeah. Uh, if I start flagging, it's because I'm sick today, so I'm, I put it all in the intro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um is anyone watched a movie i don't think i've watched a damn thing in the last uh two weeks my new anime movie podcast and then an aeroplane is out if you want to listen to me talk about ghibli movies you can go to abnormalmapping.com slash aeroplane jackson you continue to do james bond
1: i do i do continue to do james bond we'll have another where can one. people find that uh you can find that at abnormalmapping.com slash uh never say podcast again i think i didn't okay. give it a nice custom domain <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's on the website, and it's a good podcast. We've got three episodes so far. We've got another one coming next week. It's so it's good. James Bond movies—they're fun for the most part. Goldfinger is fucking terrible. Uh, it so is. It's you, such a
0: bad movie. If
1: you want to listen to us complain about Goldfinger, we got a good. Podcast I feel like the the
0: the the way you can denote an actual like James Bond fan is that they hate Goldfinger.
1: <laughs> really? Yes. It's Bond- interesting. Bond fans just. You know, we love from Russia with love, and we hate Goldfinger. It's <laughs> basically what's up.
2: <laughs>
1: uh it's it sucks. It sucks so much.
0: I think the- also like generationally, I feel like just, there's nothing. There's so much in- objectionable in Goldfinger, even for James Bond. Yes, it's a lot um. Anyway, has anyone watched anything? Like I said, I have not watched anything that I did not podcast about already.
1: Um. I guess I can go. Well, we watched a movie for another podcast. Um, We watched Star Wars Revenge of the Sith.
0: Yes, which, uh, you know, you could get on VoIP Life at patreon.com slash normal mapping,
1: but I wouldn't recommend
0: subscribing just for that.
1: Yeah, no, like, it's a fun (laughs) thing, and people have enjoyed it, but we're not, like, using that to promote our podcast or anything, but it did kick me into a Star Wars hole. Um, oh no, the worst hole I ended up watching Rogue One last night After watching a, too many clips of Force Awakens And getting mad at how bad they all were
0: mm, uh, Yeah, that sounds You posted a clip of Force Awakens That was uh, a, a climactic battle scene That was so terrible <laughs> I forgot that that movie looked like that yes. And I was very disappointed To have it put in my eyeballs <laughs> J.J.
1: Abrams remains a terrible director
0: Yeah, it really does and the worst thing is you can see like the desperation he has thinking that he's filming Save It Private Riot, which is already a movie I don't particularly like, but he's just making the like water world stage show version of Save It Private Ryan, where like you everyone watches all the stunt men do the cool falls, but they do it six times a day.
1: Yes. <laughs> Uh, the scene we are referencing, is I'll, I'll just mention it, it's the one where the X-Wings show up uh, after they're on the planet, and it, it does that, that, that establishment falls apart, and it does turn into a Saving Private Ryan, Ryan scene, and they just kind of walk around as Saving Private Ryan happens around them, and they stand there gormlessly.
0: Yes, it's like there's there's this amazing shot where it's like six stormtroopers all quote unquote blow up, which means they fall over safely as rocks fall on them. And then it cuts to our heroes like standing beside them, like perfectly untouched by all of the dust and rubble because they just have to walk through this scene as stuff happens around them.
1: Yep. And then I watched Rogue One, which is much better. Uh, it still does that with the Stone because, you know, that's what the Stone troops are in Star Wars. But it's much better about the, you know, the action scenes and the Star Wars, if you will, not being as weightless and callous with its, like, regards to the spectacle of everyone getting murdered.
0: Yeah. Also, the stakes are, like, given more. Power, because i mean yes. spoilers for rogue one everyone
1: fucking dies everyone dies literally everyone dies and then after all the main characters die there's just an amazing sequence of darth vader murdering every single like rebel who touches this floppy disk as they try to <laughs> like you know get it back in a relay race to to the beginning of star wars the movie and then
0: cgi leo Organa shows up
1: <laughs> yep that's the bit dumb yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I really love all that stuff, yeah. The way it, Rogue One focuses on everyone is just dying, and the Rebel Alliance doesn't, like, make any gains out of every individual death. You just have to hope that by dying for this stupid cause, something will happen for good for someone in the future, maybe. Oh, a new hope. A new hope, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's on purpose. I like that the, the new I hope know. is, like, a bunch of people dying to try to make a revolution happen rather than the Force, right? <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, rather than uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi's family planning, <laughs> sit down.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Because uh, Star Wars is very stupid.
0: Uh, yep, remains so.
1: But I'm having, a, I'm having a good time in the Star Wars hole. Um,
0: You're going to rewatch Solo?
1: No, absolutely not. I might like have <laughs> Last Jedi on in the background, uh, but the problem is, when I think of The Last Jedi, the only thing I think of is this incredible tweet uh, about it. Which was in the middle of everyone everyone discussing about it. Which was, uh, I think, it was like no matter which side of the last Jedi argument you you fall on, we can all agree it was two hours and forty minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> <laughs> which not that the fucking truth? That movie goes on forever. Um, but I, I also like you know read the upcoming synopsis of the new movie. That sounds terrible. Been dissuaded of the need to see that. Not obviously gonna say anything here, but who Star Wars. <laughs>
0: Uh, I like this new trend of the details of these movies leaking really early so I can just already get over yes. it and decide I don't care and not have to listen to people act like it's going to be great when I assume it's going to be bad. I can just look and see, yeah, it's bad.
1: It's very bad. So we'll The talk
0: Joker about- in theaters October 3rd. <laughs>
1: it's not even out for another fucking month. We have to yes. go through this. Oh my God, it's not
2: out. I actually <laughs> thought it was out. No. Are you serious right now? No, it's first.
1: Of, it's the beginning of October.
2: <laughs> this is like oh a my
1: three billboards festival timeline shit.
2: Oh, I'm so upset. I had no idea. I know <laughs> we have to listen to
1: people talk about the Joker movie forever. It's not worth it. On either end, this is
2: this almost as bad as like election cycle Twitter. I hate it.
1: <laughs> well, you'll be eating those words pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> As Joker Twitter fades directly into election cycle As, Twitter. Has
0: election cycle Twitter ever stopped, though? No. Is the question. No. It's always 2016 somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, right. If you act like it's 2016 hard enough, it could pay your salary.
0: God, not mine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: not mine. Anyway, we should probably talk about the movie we're here to talk about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Who wants to introduce and him? those are our opinions about the upcoming movie. Uh, <laughs> the movie uh, this uh, week was chosen by myself. It is Torque, which is Joseph Kahn's ridiculous masterpiece from 2004, uh, written by Matt Johnson, uh, starring uh, Ice Cube and a bunch of people who don't matter. That's not true. That's a little mean. But uh, Adam Scott's there. He's like not even on the poster, but Adam Scott's
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's like the most (laughs) famous person in this movie that's not Ice Cube.
1: (laughs) Um, That's a good Twitter bio.
0: Uh... (laughs) And uh, I picked this because I'd been meaning to show... I bought this Blu-ray literally like six years ago to show it to Destiny, and we had never gotten around to it. And I was like, we've been watching a lot of like really slow, depressing 70s movies. Let's watch some bullshit. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's basically what it did. I remember liking Torque a lot. Uh, I remember I was, when I was in film Twitter almost a decade ago now, and that's uh, horrible to think <laughs> about, uh, this movie was uh, a cult classic of sorts among film critics because it was not particularly popular, and it looked very stupid on the outside, but I, the, the general consensus was that there was a little more going on under the hood, pun unintended. Uh, <laughs> the thing I was actually going to compare it to was uh, the way people used to treat the Resident Evil movies, though now everyone with taste knows those are good, so, you know. <laughs>
1: I like that you said when I used to be on film Twitter, but now said obviously everyone thinks that the Resident Evil movies are good, which is all a of sign my friends,
0: and most of who are not on film Twitter, so I don't know what film Twitter is all about anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I, what it sounds film bad.
2: Twitter
1: I mean, film Twitter is bad, but the Resident Evil movies have had their day.
0: All they do is argue about the Joker movie, so that's why I'm not there.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Um, anyway, that's uh, it, Jackson. Do you want to tell people what Torque's about?
1: Talk. <laughs> So, <laughs> when you go to the Wikipedia page, yeah, one of the funniest things of the Wikipedia page is you know, there's the contents of the summary and there's the plot header. At which point, a little box pops up and says, "This article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. Please help improving uh, it." This su- this summary is not me
0: doing a Gundam summary, but it edges close to. <laughs>
1: Yeah, someone has really thought about the goings-on of talk. It's an 84-minute movie. Like, there's not much here, and this is one of the longer Wikipedia summaries I've seen. Anyway, I won't be reading it out, but I did have to note it.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, So the main character is called Carrie Ford, uh, who went away to Thailand after, like, almost getting drug-busted. Um, the details of this come out over the course of the movie. He returns. He is chased after by uh, what is his name other than Ice Cube? Trey. <laughs> Trey. 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 Uh, uh, why was I'm trying to fucking this movie is plot is way too complicated. Uh, Trey's after him because he's, he, he killed his brother. No, that's before that. He thinks. Oh, whoops, I mean, sorry.
0: he he drove through their cookout. <laughs>
1: He drove through the cookout and he also stole another gang at like a more you know regular the thing you think of when you think of biker gang um you know white guys on big broad like bikes not the new 2004 bikes which look hilariously dorky in this movie now this May 19 uh he stole their drugs and their meth uh stole their yes. not stole their drugs and meth stole their bikes and their meth he um, didn't know the meth was in the bikes. He didn't know the meth. After the bikes. He, stole he just stole them. the bikes and ran away to Thailand, uh, but he's come back. He's gonna get back his girl, and he's gonna solve this problem. Which he does by uh, tr- he tries to go here and like face them all and sort things out. But then the biker gang end up framing him for him for murder uh, when um, the biker gang kill ice cubes there brother. are two
0: biker gangs i feel like we need to be clear here the biker, gang, the hellions, of the biker gang which are the chopper like a white supremacist asshole gang. bad guys and then there's the reapers who is ice cubes cool black biker gang
1: they just happen to ride motorcycles. i think you know what i mean when i say biker gang in the movie about three separate warring biker gangs <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and then there's the cops who just drive
1: a hummer uh yes uh so the hellions uh kill ice cubes brother Um, Who's been kind of like low level annoying over the start of the movie? And this sets off Ice Cube chasing after Ford, uh, but then Ford is out to prove to clear his name. He kind of does so uh, while he's on like being chased by them, the cops, and the other bikers. Like all three of these factions are chasing this one boring guy. Uh, this continues for most of the movie. He proves his innocence uh, to Ice Cube by saving him. Sets up like a deal where he's going to give them the drugs back and like f- get them arrested at the same time. But then it turns out that Adam Scott, FBI man, is working with the Hellions the whole time uh, and has just like walked in with the bad guy ready to shoot them all. Uh, a lot of things explode and they resolve. You know, every- the bad guys die and the good guys beat them. There's a big fight and a car chase. It's like the plot doesn't really happen. They just win at this point. Uh, after a yes. very cool car chase but that's really all that happens there's a bunch of factions there's too many moving parts but no really like twists or developments because it's not that kind of movie just a lot I of mean, car the chases twist
2: is that adam scott is fucking corrupt or whatever
1: because uh, he's such a shitbag oh he's such a shitbag
2: oh he's the worst he also like has the like his stylization is very, uh, oh, isn't he quirky? You know, he's got big hair and he wears chucks and he's always on the phone with his girlfriend. And then his partner, played by uh, Six Feet Under's Justina Machado, is just this, like, put-upon woman with cornrows. I don't really, she's she doesn't really get a lot to do, but she's actually, like, the secret hero of the film. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a very weird movie. I feel like a lot of uh this movie is... It kind of does that Fast and the Furious thing where you think it's about the white people, but it's secretly about all the non-white people. Yes. So, like, Ice Cube and uh, Jay Hernandez. And I can't remember the name of the Asian friend of... Um, main white dude, but, like, they get way more to do and are way funnier or interesting than the main white characters. (laughs) It's very funny to me.
1: Yeah, the main guy, Ford himself, is the most boring white guy who's ever existed. To the point where I keep forgetting his
2: name was Ford, even though I laughed hysterically when they revealed that this is a movie about (laughs) engines and speed, and the main character's name
1: is Ford. Yeah, the first scene is just unbelievably stupid so it begins and you have to understand this came out in 2004 so this is important context after too fast too furious but before tokyo drift
0: <laughs>
1: yes two uh cars are racing down the road and they're like comp- one down the road in the middle of like the california desert because that's where the movie takes place um so mm-hmm. it's a very ridiculous place for these cars to be racing uh, for these kind of, like, city tuna cars to be racing specifically. Um, and then uh, Ford speeds past them on his bike as it goes into, like, a CSI murder slow-mo image where, when someone shoots someone inside the bike to show all the engines popping off like a heart as it explodes into turbo mode and wheelies past them both. Yes. And then the the signs on the road start spinning as it drives so fast and the signs say, cars suck. Uh, and then it cuts to mm. talk, and you're like, "Yeah, this movie's <laughs> pretty fucking good. This movie's pretty fucking dumb, and it's pretty good." So I, I like talk is my my stance here. I was surprised yeah. at how fun it still was this f- this far mm. on.
0: Um. The, also the, like, undercurrent of Fast and Furious nods, like, literally there's a scene where Ford goes, I live my life a quarter mile at a time, and his girlfriend's like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard.
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) And and also, the bad guy of this movie is from Fast and Furious, maybe you don't remember him, he was Vince, remember Vince from The Fast and the Furious? Is he the
1: guy that dies in 5?
0: Yes, he's the guy who's in love with Mia, and then shows back up in five. (laughs) It's
1: like, I "I don't remember this. I recognize him dying in the weird and uncomfortable, more uncomfortable now, for Vela's sequence.
0: Uh, Yeah, because he's he's the guy who shows back up in in Fast Five expecting you to remember minor characters from the first movie, and I did, but I don't (laughs) think that's true for a lot of
1: people. (laughs) Yep. But he's got, like, an assault rifle by that time as they're running through the yes. battles being chased by the... R- In the
0: first movie, he's hmm. the one who thinks uh, Paul Walker's yes. a cop, but only because he really likes uh, Dawn's sister.
1: And not because Paul Walker's actually a cop. Uh, the Fast and Furious is a good movie.
2: That's a good movie. I did not think Torque was a good movie. <sighs> it's
1: tragic. I tragic. agree
2: with everything you say about it being, like, beautifully dumb... And I enjoyed all the visuals. I'm actually sad that Joseph Kahn doesn't really get a lot of um, do as a filmmaker. I think he should be able to make movies that aren't just action movies, because he's great at visuals. But I did not find this movie compelling outside of that.
1: I think it's important to point out that he mostly makes music videos and hasn't... Like, he gets work all the time. It seems like he's having a fun time making music videos constantly.
2: I just, like, I think he should make more movies. I am always going to be here for him to make more movies. Uh, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, it's a shame he couldn't uh, direct the Fast and the
1: Furious film himself, because he'd be fucking amazing at it. I don't think that the people in the Fast and Furious, after, like, that article drop, would let <laughs> would let them look as stupid as all the people in this movie looks. <laughs> True. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if he had made uh, Tokyo Drift, I mean, Justin Lin already made Tokyo Drift, we don't need uh, two people making Tokyo Drift, (laughs) but if Joseph Kahn came in and made Fast and Furious instead uh, of what we got, that would be good.
1: I mean, that would make the chase in the tunnels not the worst thing ever shot. (laughs) <laughs> no,
0: it would still look like a CG Nightmare, but on purpose. But on
1: purpose this time, yes. So the thing the thing that is worth talking about this movie because
0: the plot is very conventional, obviously, uh and dumb. Uh like this on some level, this script is just the direct video ripoff of Fast and Furious but with, but with bikes <laughs> now. And that's just true. Uh but Joseph Kahn elevates it by directing the action sequences with just a eye for the surreal that pushes it into something that's visually more interesting. Like those. <laughs> Spinning street signs. Um, like the way when it does the Fast and Furious, we're hitting nitrous, so we go in, zoom inside the engine to see it explode. You always see like weird biological components yes. inside the engines for no good reason. Yeah. Um, like when Adam Scott uh, turns on his Hummer to drive after the bad guys, he wields a like a foot and a half long giant key that is pointing directly at the camera to do so. Um, like the way the movie ends with. Uh, ford getting on a jet helicopter engine made into a bike uh, (laughs) and it turns into a cg nightmare that like evokes what the end of speed racer ends up being Mm -hmm. in several years down the road um i don't know if you get a movie like speed racer without a movie like torque and i think that's part of our affection for it absolutely speed racer is fantastic
1: i mean the the final chase is ludicrously stupid because you know like the script didn't know that this movie was gonna be anything. Like I don't I don't rest any of this movie's um quality really on the script. No, it's bad. <laughs> it's yeah, a, it's, it's a, a bad, bad
2: script. script. It's uh, not even like bad good.
1: No, and it's mostly just bad. I, I think there are a couple like scenes that are okay, but it's all in like dialogue flourishes that you're like, is this is not the script, was this the change on set? Who knows? Well, like, the characters that are supposed
2: to be funny don't really get jokes. They're just, like, expected... Like, on Love is in the movie, who's, like, a well-known comedian, and he just doesn't do anything. He just kind of reacts to Ice Cube. There's just uh, not a lot going on. Yep.
1: Um, and so that that's... <clears throat> I, wanted, I want to... In my head, like tried to imagine the version of the movie where the script is the same, so it still has to end with a chase in which <laughs> a bike outruns its own gasoline trail that is set on fire, <laughs> and I don't know how you shoot that normally... <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> as as cars like explode around it, I don't. I assume the part where the bike is so fast that like everything around it starts to explode is not in the script. Yeah, I assume <laughs> it it's seems like a <laughs> choice you make when you're like, I'm gonna fuck around and just push this up uh, louder and louder until it just becomes like he gets into the essence of speed
1: itself. Because the, <laughs> the final chase is basically a bike chase through Los Angeles, and the only thing that happens is he catches the guy and wins. Like, there's no textual real like d- wrinkle there uh, but it just happens at speeds that are like it just he makes it basically a PS2 Los Angeles and spins the camera so fast that you don't realise how shit or the CGI that you're looking at is because it's not really focused on the fidelity of oh look at how look at how much time we spend making this beautiful realistic model that w- is a lot of big CGI it's just all speed all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then like the so he's, he's he's out running his own gasoline trailer that's already on fire, um, which is amazing. And he's doing a jump. He crashes into the other guy's uh, motorbike, and that explodes. And then it cuts to a like practical explosion that doesn't fit the the heightened nature of the CGI shots at all. <laughs> As uh, the main guy just kind of rolls away safe. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, and that kind of like
0: it's not just the action scenes. There's this amazing sequence where uh all of the reapers are just waiting for the heroes <laughs> to ride by cuz they're going to jump them. And it's all like 12 of them standing in a row like on the side of a field and then next to them is like a cow and there's this shot where they all turn to look at the bikes coming and then it like is the POV shot of the cow looking as the bikes all ride by <laughs> right before they get into this amazing race in like a palm tree forest farm. Uh <laughs> that is just like the most stagey thing, but i assume that's like a real location because there's nothing super cg about it it's just this it looks like like the inside of the minds of moria and lord of the rings but it's like a real place they just filmed at in california and it's great
1: yep
2: yeah there's a lot of good camera work one of my favorite shots is all the montages when they first get to that bike show a film opens in <laughs> Where it's just, like, close-ups of, like, women in bikinis, and, like, a woman drinking from a fountain hose suggestively, or a water hose suggestively, and... Oh, it's like a... Well, it's like a music video.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely... Because it's, like, it's very... Uh... It's like a midpoint between Hot Fuzz and actual Michael Bay movies, where it's just as knowing about how stupid and ridiculous and over-the-top Michael Bay is as a pa- like an overt parody as Hot Fuzz. But it's still one of those movies. Um, and so it, it doesn't like have the punchline of, and then it'll zoom in on a swan. But it does have the same thing with a cow POV shot, like you said. Like, it's yes. right there. It's right there. <laughs>
0: uh also the incredibly i feel music videos uh, insertion of a thousand bits of non
2: sequitur uh product placement just because yep mm-hmm. there's a character there's a, a fight between the two like main biker chicks in this movie uh Jamie Presley and whatever the heck the lead generic lady's name is. Where one of them is fighting in front of a... Is it Mountain Dew? Yes, and the other Uh, one's Pepsi. Yeah, one Mountain Dew uh, vending machine, and the other one's Pepsi, and it literally looks like an ad.
1: As they bike joust. Yeah, as they bike joust
0: and, like, kick each other with the tires of their bikes, because they rear up and do bike kung fu. Uh, But it also works as, like the geography of the space they're in because you see them like switch places in the hallway and uh like it it grounds in like a geometric space before it turns into nonsense uh which is fun the one i like is the everyone drinks budweiser with the bottles turned directly to camera so you can see (laughs) the budweiser logo every time (laughs) uh but then everyone takes exactly two swigs and then throws the bottle which audibly shatters (laughs)
1: yes there's so many battle uh battle bottle shadowing effects in this movie.
2: It's yes. really weird. It's very weird. I also enjoyed the cameo of then-pop sensation Christina Milan just playing a character who seems to be there only to just be hot. Yes. <laughs> she plays a love interest of one of Ford's friends. And Yes. And she also, there's a scene in
0: the diner where she gets up and she's like, I've also got to go get some body work done, like going to the bathroom. And she has a Budweiser tattoo on her arm for no good reason.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: just weird stuff she's in the movie for about three minutes but they do say at the end we gotta go back and get her
1: well they left her her at the like gas station service station at the side of the road
0: Yes,
2: yeah the only thing I remember about the advertising for this movie is that the trailer features her heavily heavily because they assume like oh all of her fans will go see this movie
0: (laughs) same with Dane Cook also in this film inexplicably
2: yeah he has a little cameo
1: because they can't yeah. sell it on the main guy, because he's the single most boring person to ever exist.
2: Apparently he was on Grey's Anatomy. I don't really know anything else about him.
0: Oh, the main guy here?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. He was also in The Ring. uh The oh. American one.
2: Right. Yeah, he looked familiar to me the whole time, but still very generic.
0: Yeah. I don't know if he's uh, a main character. Tell me, any, anyone, write in about Grey's Anatomy. Tell me how he is in that because I, <laughs> I lost know the my first sister. fucking thing about that show. Doctor Riggs. Well, he plays he plays a doctor called Nathan Riggs in that, which also sounds like the most generic thing in the world.
1: I think that's an important character. I've I've heard people tweet about Riggs. Okay.
0: <laughs> he was on for forty five episodes, which doesn't actually seem like that much.
2: He was. He's Australian.
1: Did you not tell in the movie? No, I couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, he is Australian. Good job. He's doing a pretty bad American accent. He's, he sounds fake. He sounds like a fake person in talk. Well, he is Honestly? a fake
0: person. There's so many... But the thing is, there's so many fake people in Hollywood at this point. Like, at this era of action movie, yes. like... Off to the side, you have, like, Scott Speedman, who they should have hired just because his name's Scott Speedman to be <laughs> this guy. Uh, like, the generic, uh, like, e- like Paul Walker ascended because he was in movies enough to become self-aware. Um, and that's why we like Paul Walker. But, like, even in Fast and Furious, Paul Walker sucks. He's bad in those first couple movies. He is.
2: He, yes. would do, he takes a while to come into his own.
1: He's uh, not very good throughout. He's one of the weaker parts of those movies. Like, I, he's you can't ha, you can't have it without him because it literally those movies fall apart the second he dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, without him, they're not very good. But uh, he's not great as an actor.
0: But, yeah. like, I feel like there's a whole generation of this exact kind of guy, yes. just a vaguely scruffy, a, a, like, just bland as shit, and not able to act through anything, just put in these movies. Like, up all, all through, the, like, Tron Legacy.
1: Like, the guy in Tron <laughs> oh, Legacy is also one of these. Tron Legacy. Yes.
2: Who's the guy in that? Has he done anything
1: else? The problem is, my the only people in Tron Legacy are Daft uh, Punk and Cillian Murphy, and I guess fake Jeff Bridges, so I don't actually know who, you, who the guy is. Um, I'm, I'm so looking it up, I'm risky. looking Garrett it up. Garrett Hedlund.
0: Yeah, Garrett Hedlund.
2: What else has he done? He's actually done things. Uh,
0: he what's the last thing he was in that I know the name of? Off uh, Inside Lewin Davis <laughs> briefly. Oh. Uh, he's he's still doing stuff, but it's nothing I notice.
2: Okay, interesting.
0: Um, like I, he, he's in a movie this year called Triple Frontier and another one called Dreamland. I've never heard of either of those. <laughs>
2: Yeah, what was exciting for me was seeing uh, Jamie Presley and her co-star from My Name is Earl, who played a random Reaper. So that, that was fun, but yeah, 2003, not not a good year for star
1: making. Uh,
0: jamie presley seemed like the only person who knew what movie she was in
1: adam yeah. scott knew adam scott, definitely adam, knew. scott yeah. definitely adam scott definitely knew.
0: Knew. but jamie presley just being like the threatening goth chick in the biker gang the entire <laughs> movie. just like the fakest tattoos like licking her lips ins- insidiously at the background of every scene very fun there's yeah
1: like a- she had sharpie tattoos <laughs> <laughs> there's like a scene early on where uh her and Vince, fake Vince, um, like <laughs> make out to establish that they're together and threatening and cool, and the the, the leather bikers, but it's like shot like they're just licking each other's face. It's one of the funniest things, um, because this movie can't just have a normal make out scene that would not do. This movie can't have a normal anything, it's even that's turned out to 11.
0: Um, Yeah. I mean, there's uh, literally a sequence where Ford and uh, Shane, his girlfriend, get on a abandoned like uh, merry go round and sit in the middle so they can have the camera rotate around them naturally without the camera rotating around them as they like go in to kiss each other. It's very stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, about Adam Adam Scott's great in this movie. He's he's such a shitbag villain. He rules. Yes. Uh, He's one of the better parts. I think, like, of the main actors, him and Ice Cube are the ones putting the weight the worst. Ice Cube, just by knowing all he needs to do is be Ice Cube. Yeah,
0: Ice Cube shows up doing Ice Cube faces to camera, and that's really all he brings to it. Uh, It's fine. (laughs) But Ice Cube's better than everyone, most of this cast, just by being Ice Cube, thankfully.
1: He turns to Adam Scott (laughs) and goes, fuck the police, and then drives off. Yep,
2: that happens. (laughs) Much to my delight and chagrin,
1: that yeah. does happen. As Adam Scott like drives up a ramp that only bikes can fit on, going like admonishing. Uh, mm, this is this is
0: a year before Ice Cube takes over for Vin Diesel in Triple X State of the Union, a movie I have not a seen.
1: That's fucking terrible show.
2: movie. <laughs> <laughs> Beloved Absolutely by appraisal. Roger Ebert. Beloved by Roger Ebert. That's the only thing I know about it. <laughs> Roger Ebert loves State of the Union. <laughs> Just that, just the one with Ice Cube. Good, good. Man. He thinks he elevates it.
1: I mean, I would agree. <laughs> Ice,
2: Cube, Ice, Ice Cube's Cube is better than Vin Diesel.
1: Upon <laughs> Ice, Cube. Ice Cube's better than Vin Diesel. I don't think this is a controversial take. You know, uh, I Cube's would not better. disagree. I I have enjoyed more Ice Cube
2: films than Vin Diesel films. I can honestly say that. Uh,
1: there's that amazing bit. One of one of the best jokes in the movie is so. The cops are following Ford um, and they uh, they get to this gas station that Ford stopped at and they realize, oh, he was on the phone 20 minutes ago. we got to go. We know what's going on here. Uh, and they get into the car. They load up. It's ready to go. <laughs> and then so, his, his partner reminds him, you got to pay for the gas. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, sure. And
2: they just click cuts.
1: I lost so yeah, hard. Yeah, that's
2: really funny. That was funny. I actually did laugh at that.
1: Because um, the thing is that... On some level, this is all movies now, right? Like the thing about all movies being vaguely funny but not having jokes uh, is every Marvel movie. That's the that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Uh, but this knows that. Uh, I wish Marvel movies were this fucking good <laughs> and short.
0: Well, you get neither.
1: <laughs> I get neither.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
1: is that everything do you have anything else uh not really i just i just love, i love torque
0: i also enjoy torque i liked it a lot less this time um i had a decent time though i think i i think the ways in which it pushes the genre forward are interesting and mostly not adapt adopted by anyone uh who should have been paying attention unfortunately Mm -hmm. um uh, other than maybe uh justin Lin. i mean justin Lin was making his own thing and continues
1: to to maybe do that i guess i mean he's coming back to do two Uh, more fast and furious movies because yeah i probably won't see them so oh is he yeah unfortunately
2: they should just stop like i enjoyed them i even liked them well after you stopped liking them um but uh but
0: i do think the script really drags us down by being uh kind of miserable and uh, generic's not even the right word I think it's like actively Like just one of those like Regressive crime movies That just glitter all of cinema forever um, Like you can't even Pin it to a time but there's just something About like oh here's the racist white gang And, and the the black gang And the bland white guys Caught in the middle that just seems so tired um, And don't it even continues seem... To seem tired
2: Right they don't even seem rooted in any reality They just seem rooted in other movies in a very, like, boring way.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I, I enjoyed it well enough. Uh, I'd like it less than I used to, but I've seen a lot more movies between now and then, so that makes sense. Um, the bike goes so fast that, like, windows explode and that lady skirt gets blown up. And he <laughs> literally, like, hits the other bike and is rocketed by the explosion up the stairs of, like, City Hall. It might be just a bank or a library, but it basically stands in for City Hall, the end of Metal Gear Solid 2, rolling up the stairs on fire as he stands up, <laughs> heroic.
1: Best movie ever made. You, describe <laughs> that scene to me again. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, no, no. I, like I said, that scene's great. Because, um, yeah, like, all the stuff <laughs> with him and his fucking girlfriend's just intolerable horrible um and like the camera does a lot but when it just has to be these boring characters like honestly giving their scenes um yeah. you can't avoid that on some level yeah uh but that that's
0: it you know torn but enjoyed myself mostly
1: but that's that's talk
0: yeah <laughs> uh we have some emails uh, some we have miles? one email we have Tron wrote in. Thank you, Tron. The one person who sent a torque email. <laughs> um, if you want to send an emails about this movie, any movie, whatever, uh, <laughs> you can send them to podcast out of normal dot com. Uh, and I will read Tron's questions, uh, the ones we did not cover. Uh, what do you all think about how Reese was handled in this movie? Poorly. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, yeah, as probably. the one black person on this podcast. Wait, what did you say, Jackson?
1: I was agree. It's not great, but I think there are some funny moments. Like, I think there's some good performances.
2: I think that Joseph Kahn will always rule for just doing, like I said earlier, pushing, like, these, you know, stories that appear to be about white people, but are just surrounded by different people of color who are, like, interesting and three-dimensional as much as they can be in these, like, boilerplate plots. Um, I thought that the racism of the biker gang was very... uh, god even that on itself like on the face of it was very generic like they didn't really actually like they didn't quite say racist things in an overt way there was like one line where somebody calls a black i think it was the hellion's leader calls a black character a monkey or something or a primate and like other than that he just kind of like calls people out but then like In the way that the black characters are filmed, they're way, like, more intimidating and scarier than the Hellions could ever be. So it's hard to believe that, uh, like, Ice Cube's brother would ever be murdered by one. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't know. That's, that's what I've got to say about it.
1: (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Uh, what do you think about the soundtrack of this movie? Um... It's fine. I think it could go a step beyond. I think it, it can't compete with like, Jet Li's The One. And we're talking about this era of stupid soundtracks, but it's pretty good. It ends with all of them riding
2: off into the sun, New Mexico to a fucking Nickelback song. Like I said, then it's pretty after, good. After they all leave, the song ends and the credits start to like a hip-hop
1: song, and it's very, very funny. <laughs> it's not quite Jet Li finding all the other Jet Lees to Papa Rich's last resort. Oh no, I haven't seen that movie. You so need I to see Jet Li the one. Jet Li is the one, it <laughs> it the the one is better, better than Torque. Jet Li is the one is yeah. better than Torque cuz the script is good. Then yes. why didn't we watch that?
0: <laughs> I, you know sometimes you make mistakes. I don't know what do you want? <laughs> um, let's see. We're uh that's not an interesting question. Uh
2: That's not very nice
0: No it was what do you think about the relationship between Ford and Shane It's bad
2: It doesn't make sense Like what does she see in him She, She extremely
0: comes across as like a nice normal lady Who's accidentally been roped into this movie
2: She's also the cool girl, TM. Like yep. everything she does is about being the cool girl, and she doesn't really get a lot to do aside
1: from that. It's one of the most obvious ans- uh, uh, obvious examples of the very funny movie thing where they've written some fairly like articulate and not terrible lines that would suggest that the movie understands what it's doing right where she'll she'll like say something that is very true about how much this guy sucks and how much she's not going to see him because he's a fucking weirdo creep and you'll be like oh i didn't i assume this movie didn't know that because, but but it doesn't because it doesn't actually go anywhere and she obviously hangs out with him again because the movie thinks the guy's cool so it's like why put those words in her mouth in the first place yeah um which is, an, uh, that's a surprisingly common movie thing. Is you think that if you call it out, then you can just do the thing and it's okay? Or is that no? it yeah. makes it weirder? It makes it much weirder, if you already yeah. know.
2: <laughs> Her being his love interest doesn't make any sense when it, she's revealed to be really smart and competent. And, uh, yeah, just don't, I don't get it. Like, she bought a bike shop all by herself and, like, saved up money to, it's a throwaway line. But she says, like, oh, I... Saved up to build this, and you tore it down. And,
1: like, what is she doing with this guy? They do, and they blow up the bike shop at the end of the movie. That's where it all goes down, is her <laughs> bike shop. That she saved to get. Any any more questions, or are we
0: are we done? Uh, the last one is, what's your favorite action scene in this movie? It's the last one. <laughs> okay. Destiny? I liked the girl-on-girl bike joust a lot uh mine is the one that i don't think we brought up is the train them getting on top of the train uh, that's okay, definitely that the good. masterpiece of the film
2: like you can the, tell they built up to that like they it's also the like the money shot one. in the
0: trailer uh, yes um the thing i like about that one is most of the movie has been relatively conventional other than like flourishes this is the first action scene that just like it, it's like there's like an arc of this movie that's like, what if the Matrix, but they didn't have the opening bit with Trinity doing the bullet time. So the bullet time is introduced two thirds of the way into the movie. <laughs> and this is where it shows up as suddenly they are like CG uh, bike riders doing impossible stunts on top of a train. And the way in which like the surreal nature of that intrudes on the rest of the movie is very good and ends up like feeding into that final yes. sequence. It's just a Looney Tunes bit.
1: Um, <laughs> it really is.
0: Shoot 'em Up, also a movie that d- does this sort of thing, though, much better because the script is good.
1: Yo, Shoot 'em Up's already good.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that's it, I think. Uh, next time, Destiny, you had a
2: movie for us. We are going to watch the Penelope Spirits music documentary classic, The Decline of Western Civilization to The Metal Years. Uh, um. Which uh, I think is on. The Criterion Channel, yeah, they're yeah. all on the Criterion Channel, because they're trying to showcase more women filmmakers, so they have all three of The Decline of Western Civilization movies. Um, for those of you not in the know, in the 80s, she did uh, two movies about the LA music scene. The first one was from 83, that's part one, about punk rock, it features the germs, it features x um, the second movie is about metal bands, Ozzy Osbourne in a famous scene in a kitchen. Uh, and then the third one is about crest punk and homelessness, as far as I know, but I have not
1: seen that film. Cool. Uh,
2: All of that to say, you don't have to see the first one to watch this one. Uh,
1: it's not it's, it's on the Criteria channel, which you can obviously get if you have an access to it on a VPN in the UK, uh, but it's also on Amazon and itunes and everywhere it's not on like netflix a service that's a subscription but you can rent it from random places for 249 if you're not in america that's 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 where it is in in my place okay i'm looking
0: forward to this because i don't uh i've i've heard of it but i've never even considered watching it so i will probably end up watching all three of these but have a good bad time about music
1: and I'll end up watching some kind of monster,
2: <laughs> which I still haven't seen. I still haven't seen. That. How have I not seen that? <laughs> yeah, it seems like I should watch that. Like we should maybe sit down and just do some rock documentaries.
0: <laughs> what is this about? I don't know anything. Oh, but... you...
2: the Metallica
1: yeah. documentary.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's
1: pretty. It's supposedly pretty good. I've seen some clips. It seems pretty good. Okay. Um, that's it. Jackson plugs. I am at Head Falls Off on Twitter. You can find the other podcasts that we do at abnormalmapping.com. There's a whole bunch of them, uh, including And Then An Airplane and um, Never Say Podcast Again, the two new movie podcasts that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. You can also support us on Patreon.
0: Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash mapping for $1 a month. You will get The Great Gundam Project, which is me and Jackson, watching Victory Gundam. And uh, Macross, we just watched... Uh, no, we just finished Matt Cross when this goes up. and It'll be up in like two days and then next week we'll be watching the Macross Cross movie, Do You Remember Love? Uh, look forward to our takes on that. They'll be good. Um, and uh, you can find me on Twitter, em underscore being. Destiny, where can people find
2: you? At FridgeBuzz now.
0: Uh, on Twitter and other places?
2: Mostly just Twitter, but I guess like Goodreads and Uh, that's about it. This is my only podcast, so not a lot to plug.
0: Okay. Uh, until next time, see you at the movies. Don't expect
1: to like them. (laughs)